and welcome to the first ever episode of the Thrive for Life podcast with me, Ashling Daly. I'm both excited and nervous to be recording and publishing this first ever podcast episode after months of deliberation and talking and thinking about it. The day has finally come. So thank you so much for tuning in and for joining me. In my first episode, I am going to be talking all about my relationship with food the journey that I've been on, the journey that I'm still on as I try to evolve and heal my relationship with food. So let's get stuck into episode number one. For those of you who don't know anything about me, I am a secondary school teacher in Cork and I'm also a qualified personal trainer. I qualified in July of 2018 and I worked for several months as a PT I was working over my summer holidays as a personal trainer and then when I went back to school it just became a bit too much trying to juggle the two jobs and I decided to park the personal training for the time being. I'm also studying the Precision Nutrition Level 1 Certificate course. Um, I'm really interested in the whole area of wellness including fitness, including nutrition, including mindset, um, the whole lot of it. So I'm going to begin with my relationship with food and how it has evolved to where it's at now and where my problematic eating began, which is a revelation I'm just after having. I was racking my brain trying to think. I know that I've struggled with binge eating for over 15, 14 years probably. And I couldn't think of the point where it all began. So I was trying to rack my brain to think, okay, looking at my life in different stages and at what stage do I remember this being a problem? So when I was in transition year or fifth year of school, which would be when I was about 16 years old, I joined Weight Watchers for the first time ever. At that point, I was 13 stone, three pounds It's funny how I remember my exact weight at different points in my life because I attributed such value and I placed such so much of my worth on the number displayed on the scales. So when I first started Weight Watchers when I was about 16 years old, I weighed in at 13 stone three. It didn't take me long. It took me, I would say, less than a year to get down to nine stone nine. But when I reached nine stone nine, I was eating things like a rice cake, a cheese triangle and a slice of ham for my lunch. Um, I went through numerous Granny Smith apples. They were the thing that I ate. I was not eating well. I was not nourishing my body in any way. And that is problematic eating in itself. I would say that my binge eating probably began after I reached that point of my goal, going below my goal weight. I think my goal weight might have been about 10 stone. But I got to nine stone nine and I guess I always thought that once I had gotten thin that I would be happy but in actual fact I was probably my most miserable at nine stone nine. I felt like I was fat which is it sounds absolutely daft. Um, so I reckon my binge eating started shortly after that. I guess I was so restrictive for such a period of time. I think at the beginning when I first began Weight Watchers, I was probably eating well and I was probably loading up on vegetables and eating pretty nourishing food. 
But as I started to see the results and as the weight started to drop off the scales and I was placing so much value on that number displayed on the scales, it became almost an addiction. So I guess at nine stone nine, I thought once I was thin that I would be happy. I was definitely thin, but I didn't see myself as thin at nine stone nine. It was never enough. And I guess the pressure that I put myself under and how restrictive I was being with food ultimately led me to start binge eating. So I do remember binge eating being a problem when I was about 17 years old. I have not binged in the last year. I'm 32 going on 33 now. So my last binge was probably about this time last year. So when I was 31, I had my last binge and I had my first probably when I was 17. So it was a problem for all of those years. I reckon that the diet industry and diet culture has a lot to do with my binge eating problem. I think when I started Weight Watchers, I started to view food very differently than the way I had viewed it before I started Weight Watchers. So when I joined Weight Watchers, I started to look at food according to its points value. So on the old Weight Watchers, I don't know what the new Weight Watchers program looks like, but on the Weight Watchers program at the time, everything had a points value. So I remember an apple was a half a point. I think a Freddo bar of chocolate was about five points. It's amazing how I still remember these things now. And even a banana was a point and a half. So I would always have chosen an apple over a banana to save the points. So the way I started to view food, I wasn't viewing food for its nutritional value. I wasn't viewing it for the benefit it, it could provide my body. I wasn't viewing it for the enjoyment that I could get out of eating food. I was viewing food purely based on its points value. So anytime I couldn't resist eating the chocolate bar that might have been 10 points and I ate that food, I would have felt feelings of guilt, shame. I would have felt like a failure that I couldn't refrain from eating that high points food. And as a result, to try and comfort myself or to try to numb those feelings of being a failure, that led to me overeating and binge eating because I felt like such a failure. It was a way of numbing those feelings. So I do think that the diet culture has a lot to answer for for my binge eating problem and the way I view, viewed food as a result of joining Weight Watchers it didn't benefit me in any way and chocolate was a food that I typically binged on because I knew that chocolate was quite high in points and once I ate a little bit of this I just couldn't control myself and I wanted to numb that feeling of being a failure, numb the guilt by overeating chocolate and chocolate became my binge eating food. I think I started to develop a habit then of binge eating as a way to numb any uncomfortable emotions or any feelings that I just couldn't deal with. And it just became a vicious cycle. So I'd feel a negative emotion I wouldn't want to deal with it so instead I'd binge eat to numb that emotion. Then I'd feel like a complete failure and maybe binge a little bit more until a point where I would decide okay time to restrict now and lose the weight that I'm after piling on. Uh, so I would restrict and I'd feel great about myself 
once I started to lose a bit of weight again until any negative emotion arose again and I would end up binging again. So I tried every diet under the sun because of this vicious cycle of binging. So I was binging so frequently that I was very regularly starting new diets as well to try to lose the weight that I kept putting on from binge eating. So I tried every diet. I did the Weight Watchers, I did Slimming World, I did the Paleo diet. I tried them all. Meal replacement shakes, um, was it the New You plan? Um, Slim Fast, every single one of them. I've tried them all. And I've had minor successes with each of them. And they were minor successes because some of them are totally unrealistic and unsustainable. And also minor successes because I would ultimately end up binging again once I ate a food maybe that was off that plan and felt like a failure. Or once I encountered any negative emotion that I was uncomfortable with feeling. So binge eating as a way to numb uncomfortable emotions or feelings of being a failure or negative feelings, any negative feelings, binge eating became my go-to thing to numb that emotion. Along with the problem of binge eating, I think I started to become obsessed with tracking calories and tracking what I was eating. So I would be using my fitness pal to do this and I would either set myself calorie goals or I would have gotten a calorie target from a gym instructor or from a personal trainer at the gym who I would never have been honest with about my binge eating problem. Binge eating was always a massive secret for me. I never told anyone about it and kept it completely secretive. So I would become completely obsessed with tracking calories and it would make me quite anxious about eating out or about eating any food that I couldn't track exactly how many calories were in it. It also made me get edgy about somebody wanting a bite of my food or sharing my food in any way because I would have tracked exactly the amount of calories I was going to have and if someone took some of my food I'd feel deprived of that and think I've lost some of the food now that I was allowing myself for the day. So my whole thinking about food was just so disordered in so many ways. Um, so I was unhealthily obsessed with food and tracking food. My thoughts were consumed with food all of the time. And again, if I went slightly over the calorie target that I would have set myself on my fitness pal, I would have probably binged because it would have led to that feeling of being a failure again. And if I was going to go slightly over, I may as well just go all out and just have a binge because I'd failed anyway. So tracking my food and tracking calories tied into this vicious cycle of binge eating. So what changed and how did I overcome binge eating? The big question. So I found the last 10 minutes of recording has been quite exhausting actually going through my history of disordered eating and I hope it hasn't brought you down too much but for any of you that can relate in any way I hope you might find some value 
in even hearing me talk about my journey and my experience of binge eating. So some of you might recognize some of your own habits or your own issues with food and might be able to start working towards resolving those. So I was getting married last July. So about a year prior to that, I decided, right, I need to fit into my wedding dress. I bought my wedding dress in January of 2017. It didn't fit me at all, but I knew I'd get into it. But I guess I started the usual diet. I'm going to cut back, going to be very good using all the lingo that I no longer use around food and eating. Um, so I started off being really good for a short period of time and then went back to my old habits of binge eating. So then I just decided, you know what, I'm sick and tired of this vicious cycle. There has to be more to life than starting a new diet every single Monday and feeling miserable about myself and constantly pulling at my body, thinking how fat I am and how unhappy I am and just being consumed with thoughts of food and eating and my body and how unhappy I was with it. So I decided to take a different approach. So that was in January, February of 2018. I still was nowhere near fitting into my wedding dress at that point and the wedding was in July. But I just decided that, you know what, I'll work it out. I'll buy a cheap wedding dress if I have to and just one that fits me. But I am not doing this whole strict dieting thing again. I just couldn't. So I decided to start going to a personal trainer in Cork, which I did. And I decided to just be really brutally honest for the first time ever. And I just said, this is the extent of my eating. I could put away 2000 calories of junk food, of sweets and chocolate in maybe 20 minutes, no problem. And I just put it out there like that. And it was actually so liberating just saying it out loud and kind of removing the emotion from it. I mean, it was such a secret for so long in my life, this binge eating, that I detached such emotion and emotional value into it. It was a very emotional thing for me. And I think just by being brutally blunt and just saying, this is, this is it. This is, this is what I'm doing. This is how I'm eating. And I don't want to be doing it, but this is the way it is. And I think it was a huge stepping stone for me in overcoming binge eating. I just kind of put it out there and I was real about it. And binge eating didn't just stop. I continued to binge for several weeks, not as frequently as I had been before. But any time that I did binge, I would come into the gym and say, yep, last night had two big bags of jellies, a huge bar of chocolate. And I just said it as it was. And you know what? It was so liberating. I think it helped me to realise that this was something that was kind of out of my control more than I'd realised. 
And I think I started being more compassionate towards myself as a result. And I kind of worked my way through it myself. And I started using distraction techniques when I started to feel like I had a binge coming on. I would pick an area of the house and clean it for 10 minutes instead. Now, I was still distracting from a negative emotion because... I now realise that I used to binge any time I felt some kind of negative emotion, whether it was stress from work or whether it was feeling lonely or just feeling down, any negative emotion, having a bad day at work, anything like that. That would have led me to binge eat. And the distraction technique worked because it got me over that point where I felt completely out of control. It got me busy it got me doing something rather than binge eating luckily I'm now at a point where I don't need to use a distraction technique if I feel that sensation I I kind of check in with myself and think why am I feeling the way I'm feeling what can I do to alleviate that would talking to someone about the issue work would going for a walk with somebody and having a chat would that help so I no longer use that distraction technique but that distraction technique helped me. As I started to lose weight then because I was no longer binge eating so weight kind of started to fall off me a little bit because I was focusing more on nourishing my body with real food and being more compassionate with myself and I started to overcome the problem of binge eating I guess and as it was approaching my wedding a lot of people were saying what diet are you on? You know, you're losing weight for the wedding. Fair play. What diet are you doing? And it used to kind of bother me people saying, what diet are you on? Because for the first time in my life, I could say that I wasn't on a diet. And I didn't really know how to say that because, I don't know, I just couldn't really explain it because I, I would have meant that I would have to explain that, you know, I used to binge eat so much and that's why I carried a bit of extra weight and now I binge eat less and I couldn't really say that to people. So it was kind of a funny one. Um, but anyway, I managed to overcome the problem that way. Um, and I did fit into the wedding dress comfortably. And I really enjoyed the wedding. So we got married in Lanzarote and I was there for two weeks and I had such a ball and I wasn't worried about food, about eating. I enjoyed all my meals out and it was so liberating. And I'm so happy that I got to the point of overcoming binge eating before my wedding so that I could enjoy that experience thoroughly. And I really, really did. So the biggest change for me, I guess, is that I completely moved away from the diet mindset. I stopped using words like good and bad around food and around my eating behaviour. I wouldn't say that I was so good last week, I'm going to be so good this week. I stopped using those words, using good and bad around food and around my eating behaviour. I think that's really important and I just started Focusing on, I suppose, nourishing my body with as much whole foods as possible, choosing single ingredient products as much as possible. So filling my trolley with those kind of foods that would nourish me, that would fill me and trying to reduce the amount of processed foods I was eating. So 
I guess I started focusing on my entire health um, as opposed to trying to be on a strict diet. I also changed the way that I spoke to myself. I had such a negative view of myself for so long and I used to be so hard on myself um, and pulling at my body and picking parts that I thought looked so horrible because they were fat and the negative self-talk really fed into that negative mindset and those negative thoughts that kind of led into that cycle of binge eating. So I really worked on eliminating negative self-talk and just being more aware of the way I was speaking to myself and trying to catch myself if I was speaking in a negative way and then replacing any negative self-talk with more positive self-talk. And that took a lot of work. So I was basically rewriting old stories that I was telling myself that I was fat and that I was a failure, all of these negative thoughts. So I replaced those. So those two things, stopping using certain vocabulary around food like good and bad um, and changing the way that I spoke to myself, they were two big changes for me in overcoming binge eating. So where am I at now in my relationship with food and my journey to healing my relationship with food? I'm in a much better place than I was a year ago. I did cut out chocolate from my diet for a good number of months last year leading into this year because it was my binge food and I just didn't trust myself to have a little bit of chocolate. I always felt that it would lead on to eating loads of chocolate. So I have started to reintroduce chocolate into my life and I am thrilled about it because I'm loving it and I'm not overeating it. I'm able to savour it and enjoy it. I no longer track or count calories or macros. I no longer weigh my food unless it's a recipe where I'm baking and it has to be exact. I don't weigh myself. Um, I speak to myself in a much more positive way than I used to. I don't use good or bad or clean or unclean. I don't use any of those phrases when I'm talking about food or talking about my eating behavior. And I'm just very compassionate with myself. I focus on trying to eat as many whole foods as possible and try to reduce the amount of processed foods that I eat. So I'm really focused on nourishing my body and I suppose restoring good gut health after years of binge eating um, having good gut bacteria and a good healthy gut is a priority of mine now because I feel like I abused my gut health for so so long so I'm in a very good place I have probably put on a few pounds I would say over the last couple of months because I've been trying to relax and let go even more around food and I'm not I'm not being lazy around food I'm still cooking nourishing meals and all of that but I guess 
without realizing it, I was actually tracking food right up until the new year, until someone on Instagram pointed out to me or questioned why I was sharing at the end of each day what I was eating, which I was doing, and I didn't even really think of it, but that was a way for me to track my food daily. I used to post at the end of each day on Instagram what I ate today. And the reason I started doing that was to show that you didn't have to have this perfect clean diet of chicken and broccoli. And you didn't have to have this perfect diet to, to be lean and to feel healthy and fit. I wanted to show people that you can eat a wide range of foods and you can eat, you know, convenience foods. They can play a role in your diet and you can still be healthy and lean and fit. And that's what I was trying to show to begin. Um, but I kind of kept posting what I was eating daily out of habit rather than out of intention. I'd, I had lost all sense of why I was doing it myself but I was just doing it out of habit instead of intention. So I was actually thrilled when someone flagged it with me on Instagram and questioned what the value was for me and what the value was for my followers. And I realized it was of no value because I know if if the me of a couple of years ago was following the me now, I would have been comparing my diet and seeing what am I having that she's not having. And maybe I should be eating that because maybe that would make me leaner or healthier so I suppose I was by sharing what I was eating daily people I was leaving it open for comparison and um, so that wasn't necessarily of benefit to anyone and it wasn't of benefit to me because I was actually using it as a way to track my food daily so I no longer track food um, if I catch myself trying to think through exactly what I ate during the day I'll stop myself but I just focus on eating whole foods as much as possible. And I'm trying to reintroduce chocolate into my life and I'm enjoying that. And I'm feeling very comfortable in my skin. I'm feeling healthy, I'm feeling fit. I work out roughly three days a week and get lots of walks in. And yeah, I'm, I'm focused on treating my body with love and respect and I guess I'm choosing to eat healthy foods out of a place of self-love and respect for my body rather than from a place of restriction and that is a huge change for me. So as you have heard I didn't seek any help really from a therapist or from a counsellor to overcome the problem of binge eating but there is absolutely no shame in seeking help and in hindsight if I had sought help sooner I mightn't have struggled with the problem for so long so as I mentioned I struggled with binge eating from the ages of about 17 to 16 or 17 to the age of 31 so there are lots of options for seeking help um, the website I would direct anyone who thinks they might have a problem with binge eating to is bodywise.ie that's b-o-d-y-w-h-y-s dot i-e um, so if you feel that you might have an issue with binge eating 
maybe you're unsure whether you do or not maybe you're unsure whether you just overeat or binge eat there's no hard and fast rule about how much eating or how much overeating constitutes binge eating but if you feel that you're out of control when you're eating if you feel ashamed or embarrassed or feel a plethora of negative emotions after eating and if you eat way beyond the point of fullness then it's quite possible that you have a problem with binge eating but maybe take a look at the bodywise.ie website and they have a fantastic resource they have a free pdf booklet it's almost 30 pages long all about binge eating about what uh, why you might have an issue with binge eating and about ways to overcome binge eating and they also have resources on their website about places where you can seek help or services that offer help for those struggling with binge eating so as I said I didn't seek help myself but that's not to say that that's the right way to go about it I would absolutely recommend seeking help from a therapist if you feel that binge eating is a problem and that you can't get out of this problem yourself. I'm going to leave it there for episode number one. So if you've lasted the duration of my first episode of the Thrive for Life podcast, I really appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in. This is a bi-weekly podcast, so I will be back again in two weeks time it will be a mix of solo chats and conversations with guests from a variety of areas with a variety of expertise. I am interested in wellness and well-being as a whole, so I'm interested in nutrition, in fitness, mindset, sleep, anything that impacts on our well-being. And that is the focus for this podcast. So you're joining me on a journey that I don't know where it's going to lead. It's an exciting journey and thank you for joining me at the beginning of it. So if you'd like to get in touch, please feel free to do so. You can drop me an email to ashling at thriveforlife.ie. You could drop me a DM through Instagram. My handle is at thriveforlife.ashlingdaily. I also have a blog page if you'd like to check that out. It's thriveforlife.ie. I've also saved some highlights on my Instagram page on the topic of binge eating with some tips that I found helpful to help me overcome the issue. So if binge eating is an issue that affects you personally, please feel free to check out my Instagram page. Thank you again for tuning in and I will chat to you all again soon.